The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Three to get ready now, go, go, don't you? Devil my All right, thank you there, Elvis, for that great intro as usual. And welcome once again to Dunn's Deal. This is the place where I do the dealing, and I deal them fairly. But I do need to do my intro. Joe Biden is not the president. He is the thief-in-chief, the cellar-dweller, the pretender to the throne. He is Dementia Don, and he is the king of crappers. And, of course, Donald J. Trump is the real president. And that is the whole reason for the show tonight, because the election was stolen. Uh, Joe Biden, as I just read there, is a thief. The whole Democratic Party are thieves. And we have a corrupted system. Last night, Joe Biden pretended to be patriotic, pretended to be everyone's president. Oh, by the way, I'm not taking any calls until 630. Uh, I've got a bunch of cuts here that I want to get through, and um, I want to say my piece, and at 630 I'll open up the the phone for calls. Uh, If you call early, you're just going to sit on the line a long time. Anyhow, where was I? Last night's speech. (laughs) Last night's speech that came straight out of the 1930s uh, Nazi Germany playbook. You know, it was funny. I was watching the speech and I was taking notes the whole time. So I I wasn't looking up a whole lot. You know, I was... I was surprised that Joe could speak so fast last night. I mean, they must have given him a lot of pervitin, which, again, is a drug that the Nazis gave their soldiers so that they'd be good in battle. Uh, it was it was hard to keep, uh, keep up with them, you know, especially to take a full quote. So I wasn't looking at the... Uh, at the TV, or actually my monitor, it's on my computer. And this morning I'm listening to other talk show hosts talk about it. And they keep on mentioning the, the colors, the colors. It, it, it looks like the Nazi red and black, you know, like, like the swastika colors, except minus the swastikas, of course. And I was thinking, well, I, I remember a little bit of red in the background, but... Come on, red, white, and blue, you know, must have had all three of them there, you know. I was figuring that it was being exaggerated a little bit. And so then when I went over my notes again, I I put one computer on uh, the monitor with just for the visual, and the other one I had on um, for the sound. And, God, the whole thing was red and black, Nazi colors. Take a good look at any <laughs> picture of, you know, a, a Nazi program, a Nazi program, like a Nazi program on TV. Anytime there's something on TV or uh, you're watching on the computer and it's dealing with Nazi stuff, the flags are all there. It's, you know, they're red and black. Of course, there's a little bit of white in there for contrast. But the whole background for for Joe Biden was red and black. 
what's the, what's the term, sturm and drag, you know, blood, <laughs> blood and, and soul or something. But I, I'll, I'll tell you, I do have a cut before I get into uh, the recorded ones, because this one didn't, this one didn't make it to prime time. But this is a cut that uh, was in the original. <clears throat> Joe Biden says, Ein Richt, Ein Volk, Ein Deutschland, Siegel, Siegel. To those of you who think I'm over the top, Joe Biden is calling for a war against uh, people that voted for Donald Trump, against the people that showed up on January 1st. And yeah, we got trapped. We got snookered. The FBI broke down the uh, barricades and suckered us in. And they had a trap waiting there for us. That's the whole thing behind January 6th. And one of my articles I have here is about QAnon. And there's a interesting question about QAnon. Um, that was... I guess it's internet. I never. Oh, there it is. On On Truth Social, QAnon accounts found a home and Trump's support. Okay, so with Trump's, uh, you know, social media thing, QAnon is there, and QAnon had been running uh, a bunch of information about how. Uh, Donald Trump was in control the whole time, uh, that everything that was going on after the election, there was a grand master plan, and that, uh, you know, Donald Trump was organizing all this stuff, and I believe that Q even said that he wanted people in the, uh, the Capitol, that that was information going out on Q. Wasn't being said anywhere else. And uh, no, not even Alex Jones was saying that. Because I was listening to Alex Jones at the time and he was saying, be peaceful, be peaceful, and be peaceful. That's what Donald Trump had said as well, be peaceful. It was Q that uh, was agitating things. So... At the January 6th investigation, somebody must investigate and find out who Q is, who QAnon is, who was running that. Was it an FBI plant to get people to do stupid things? And the other thing, I was at uh, the insurrection, matey. Yeah, I was sailing on the USS insurrection that day. And we sailed into the Baltimore port. I, I was at the Ellipse. I was at the Capitol. And um, when I was at the Ellipse, there must have been thousands of people that left early. And I believe that was from uh, Q, to leave early. Because Donald Trump didn't even finish his speech before people were breaking into the uh, the Capitol. He was still... Speaking, still say go peacefully. So, what does that have to do with last night? Joe Biden's whole premise last night was that because of the insurrection on January 6th, you know, MAGA Republicans, MAGA people want to tear apart the Constitution and throw it away. We want to destroy the Republic. We want to destroy the democracy. We're calling for violence. And let me tell you, there is no Republican, except maybe Lindsey Graham, who's a rhino, and you really have to question what he's trying to do. No Republican at all is calling for violence. None. Uh, but I've got a good piece here. This this is a dynamite montage. And let's see, EU 57. So it's right there. 
And, folks, before I play this excerpt from Joe Biden's speech from Independence Hall in Philadelphia last night, allow me to remind you of the Democrats' use of violent hate speech to fight Republicans and Trump supporters across the nation. This was compiled more than a year ago by the Trump defense attorney and edited for tonight by J.R., my producer. So let's hear from their mouths, the mouths of Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden. Uh, I don't think Warren is on there, but it's very informative. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. you got to be ready to throw a punch. Well, you have to be ready to throw a punch. Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. I think I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. No, I wish we were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take them out now. Okay. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please. Get up in the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. We're going to go in there, we're going to... This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive? <laughs> Can't tell from that cackle. That's our illustrious uh, vice president, Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, Camel Harris, whatever her name is. She's calling for killing uh, Donald Trump, Jeff, Jeff Sessions, I forget who the third person was on that list. But uh, you've got a CIA uh, head in there that was calling for shooting Trump. Of course, Madonna, who is barely worth mentioning, wanted to blow up the, um, the Capitol, uh, presumably with Trump in there and his whole staff. So before we listen to Joe Biden talk about the violence that um, that MAGA supporters are are planning. And I'm a MAGA supporter. I, I'm a MAGA voter. I know of no uh, plans for it. And like I said, uh, the most, um, uh, not vile, the, the most demonized person on radio today is Alex Jones. And he is not calling for violence. In fact, he's saying avoid the violence. That, that is what the Democrats, that's what the left wants, uh, the deep state wants to do. They want to draw us into a trap, just like on January uh, 6th, want to lure us in to where we start using knives or guns or bombs or something like that, and then they'll descend the next day or the next week with martial law, shut down the elections, and say things are too dangerous. We, we've got to cancel the elections for the first time ever. It's historic, but it's because of those mega Republicans. It's called the false flag, people. It's called the Gulf of Tonkin. It's called Pearl Harbor. And yeah, FDR knew that it was going to happen. Read my book. It's all in there. Oklahoma City, that was uh, that was a false flag. Also, there's been a lot of them all throughout history, and this is what Joe Biden and the deep state want to lure us into: is a trap where we we react with violence. You heard the tape. 
You heard Nancy Pelosi on there. You heard Joe Biden. You heard all sorts of people from the Democratic Party calling for violence. And Joe Biden calls us out as the violent ones. Anyhow, I've got the next clip uh, set up. Joe Biden's speech on the battle for the soul of the nation from Independence Hall in Philadelphia. It's a minute and 45 seconds. The entire speech was just shy of 26 minutes, and time constraints won't allow me to contain the entire thing. Nor would I want to punish my audience with such a hate-filled vitriol. However, due to the importance of what's happening in this greatest nation ever on earth, I think it's prudent to have you listen and understand exactly what Mr. Biden stands for, even if what he says is a lie. So, thank you, JR, and let's give this a listen. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, but they look at them as patriots. And they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. They're tried everything last time to nullify the votes of 81 million people. This time, they're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. Well, Joe, the will of the people was thwarted. You stole and the Democratic Party stole the election by using the mail-in ballots. The ballot box got stuffed. It, it got just jammed with with um, with fake votes. And if you saw 2,000 mules, you'll see how there were people just uh, putting all sorts of of ballots in, just uh, jamming you know 10, 20 ballots in that, that were illegal. Yeah, it was stolen, and it got stolen between the time that that the counting got shut down and the counting got uh, started up again. Remember, Donald Trump was ahead, counting got shut down, and shazam, Joe Biden is now ahead. <sighs> and you expect... Trump voters not to be mad about it and you expect us to be stupid enough not to see the steal when it's in broad daylight or actually it happened at midnight so you know it, you can't expect us to be stupid but at the same time we've got to be smart now and not fall into the trap that Joe Biden is trying to set up here There was uh, one former FBI director that said Biden didn't go far enough during the blood red fist clenched extreme address. Let's see. 
Joe Biden delivered an address Thursday night in front of a blood red set that looked like he was literally in hell. Oh, no, Nazi Germany is what I would say. He was flanked by Marines while clenching his fists and yelling about all Americans who disagree with them being violent extremists who thrive on chaos in the battle for the soul of America. There's a story by Steve Watson. Uh... Summit News. But that wasn't enough for some of his supporters. Disgraced former FBI Director Andrew Andrew McCabe, who obsessed over investigating non-existent, let me repeat, non-existent Russian collusion, appeared on CNN and suggested that Biden should have gone further in the speech. People would have liked to have seen a bit more references to accountability. Yeah, what about the accountability of Ray Epps, who who was the FBI or CIA or NSA, some alphabet soup um, person there to open up the barricades and lead uh, people to where they, they weren't supposed to be. Let's get some accountability on him. And let's get some accountability on that female cop who beat uh, Roslyn. I keep forgetting her last name. Uh, beat that Trump supported to death. Yeah, let's get some. Uh, let's get some accountability on uh, Michael Byrd, the, the killer of Ashley Babbitt, who wasn't threatening him at all, but he blasted her away point blank range. And then there's two other uh, Trump supporters that that died uh, because of the use of concussion uh, grenades there. Yeah, let's have some accountability there, McCabe. Let's see. And further down this article. Elsewhere during the CNN programming, Don Lamont laughably stated that Biden's speech was a great example of how he is unifying the nation. Can the unifying message be that some of what he's saying is true because dot, dot, dot. A lot of folks would go where there's where's the lie? I don't see no lie, Detective Lemon declared. This is ridiculous. There is nothing unifying about that. That speech was divisive. It was meant to be divisive. It was meant to be us versus them. That that the Democrats never do anything wrong, and that the uh, the, the Republican mega voters are Nazis. So what are you going to do when you see a Nazi? Are you going to try to take him out to prevent him from getting into power? You heard one of those guys on that tape of Democrats calling for violence, calling for shooting Trump. And you know what? I'm not calling for it. I don't want to see this happen, but I would not be surprised if some people uh, do get assassinated. Uh, Trump's life will be on the line when he goes and runs. Um, There will be attempts at assassinating him. So his neck will have to be on a swivel. Same thing with all the Secret Service around them, and they better be trustworthy. But you saw what happened to John F. Kennedy back there in 1962. He had uh, Secret Service all around him, but they couldn't stop a a bullet or bullets. Uh, Let's see. Patriotism. The guy just yelled that anyone who disagrees with him is a violent extremist who threatens the foundations of the country. And somehow that is unifying. Yeah, right. The network CNN went on to laud Biden's full frontal attack. Asserting that he is reclaiming patriotism. Really? Is that the way to unify the country? Is that the way to get both sides to work together? Is a full frontal attack? This is from Stephen Miller, a former um, writer for uh, Trump. Former Trump aide Stephen Miller asserted President Biden tonight gave the speech of a dictator. In the style of a dictator, in the visual of a dictator, using the words of a dictator. And I'll stop right here and add my own. That was set up, that was choreographed, all 
you know, that, that dark, blood red, black uh, background. Um, it was done for a purpose. It was done to set things on a war footing. Joe Biden was calling out his enemies. And I know Joe Biden is dementia riddled. And he probably doesn't know what he spoke about last night. So his handlers, the people behind him, whether it's Barack Obama or whomever, what's his name, Rhodes, um, they are trying to set up this false flag because they want to avoid the elections. They want any reason to either call off the elections or demand that's so dangerous to go out there that we all have to use the mail-in ballots, which would just be an open door for massive, massive cheating. The deep state has to avoid fair elections in November because, just like Joe Biden, he's bought and paid for by China. He's a Chinese whore, and he's talking about patriotism. He's been bought and paid for by China. The proof is on Hunter Biden's laptop. And Hunter Biden, do I need to remind you, is the son of Joe Biden. And on his laptop, there is proof that Hunter Biden takes money from China, from Ukraine, from Russia, and he gives a cut of it to Joe Biden. That is corruption. And worse than that, especially for Joe Biden, that is treason using his position as either vice president at the time that the um, laptop was uh, recorded, the stuff on it, or today as president, it is treasonous of him to be paid by foreign governments to do things like shut down the Keystone Pipeline and destroy our energy infrastructure. That's what he's doing. And then he comes out and he dares to talk about patriotism. He has sold this country out and so has the media. I mean, you just heard that Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, he admitted that the FBI came to him, told him, do not. Uh, broadcast the uh, the laptop information, and they they told Twitter the same. And then when Trump ha- had the cojones to bring up the laptop during uh, during a debate with Mike Wallace from Fox News, and he's asking about it, and Joe Biden says, "Oh, there's 51 uh, former CIA uh, heads that have said." That's all Russian disinformation. The 51 people that signed on and said that, and no, they weren't all CIA, but I can't remember what agencies they were with, some CIA, some NSA. He said it's, it's all Russian disinformation. It's been proved. That was a lie that Joe Biden spoke. It was a lie that those uh, 51 heads signed off on, and then Wallace just lets him off the hook on it. He doesn't press him because Wallace is in on it, too. The news media is paid by China. We've got a very corrupt system, and that is why you had that speech last night. That is why you had that sturm and drag um, speech uh, with the blood red uh, you know, background, the the blood and and blackness, the darkness of it with with the, the deep deep red. It was a call to arms, but the MAGA side, we've got to wait for the elections. We have to do this right, and that is. The voice that's being spoken all over MAGA country. We are not calling for violence. Joe Biden is. The left is. The deep state is. The FBI is. All the alphabet soup 
uh, agencies in Washington are. Because if we get God-fearing, American-loving people into the uh, government, we're going to start investigating what the FBI did to, to spring that trap on January 6th. And don't forget, Governor Whitmer, the whole kidnapping thing, that was false. That was set up by the FBI. That was practice for January 6th. Um, And they've done it time and time again. Ruby Ridge, uh, Waco, Texas. Of course, that was the ATF there. But same ham-handed government going in there to to try and look tough on a bunch of citizens. Yeah, it was a weird cult, but so what? You've got a right to be in whatever religion you want to be in. Let me take a break here, and I'll come back for more. Here we come, walk down the street, get the funniest looks from... Everyone we meet Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we're monkeying around We're too busy singing To put anybody down Go where we want to Do what we like to do We don't have time to get restless There's always something new The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island, saw the Great Swamp Battle slash Massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War.
Okay, just uh, trying to lighten it up a little bit there. There's a reason why I played the monkeys besides that it's uh, a, a new bumper slot that I've got. But um, here's an interesting interesting thing about the, the TV networks. As Biden warned about democracy's collapse, TV networks aired reruns. Reruns. <laughs> Say that five times fast. While President Biden warned the nation about threats to, to democracy in a primetime address on Thursday, ABC was airing a game show called Press Your Luck. Wow. <laughs> As Biden spelled out his objections to former President Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans, NBC was broadcasting a rerun of Law and Order. CBS skipped the speech to show a rerun of Young Sheldon. The network's rejection of Biden's speech delivered in front of Philadelphia's Independence Hall washed in dramatic Nazi red lighting. I added the Nazi red lighting as Marines stood guard. Marked an unusual moment in the long relationship between the White House and the nation's most powerful broadcasters. They were told what the content of of it was going to be, and they the the broadcasters decided that it was just pure political, and um, that they, they they weren't going to run with it. Uh, it was political, and it was attacking one person or one group of people. Donald Trump and the MAGA voters. Hey, that'd be a good name for uh, <laughs> for a rock and roll band, huh? Donald Trump and the MAGA voters. Oh, that'd be some hard-banging rock and roll there. Some head-banging rock. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> oh, I crack myself up. But there's other stories, and I'll run through the headlines here. And there's one really important one I want to get to. But experts blame green energy uh, for Europe's full-scale energy crisis. It's a warning to the U.S. You think? Europe is having a total collapse of, uh, of their energy system because they went full Greta Thunberg. The, the screaming... Autistic? No, she's not autistic. Um, Asperger's. She's got Asperger's or something. She's not totally there, but she is used and manipulated. And they filled her head from a very early age that the world is going to die. And then she's got to do something about it. She's the new Joan of Arc. But anyhow. Green energy policies in Europe designed to rapidly shift the continent away from fossil fuel dependence have contributed to soaring power prices in the region. Uh, The the Europeans are paying about $993 per megawatt for their electricity. Here in the United States, we're paying about $129 per megawatt. I'm not sure what... Rhode Island Energy is charging now. Used to be Nat Grid, but um, I'll have to look at my bill more thoroughly. The energy crisis has forced consumers to cut back on power consumption. Industrial production declines, and energy rationing is beginning across the continent. This is what people like Klaus Schwab. Uh, uh, Prince Charles, Leonardo DiCaprio, Ted Turner want. They want us to have less power, less energy. They want us to have less food. They want us in the dark, in the cold. This is being done on purpose. It's not just a stupidity thing. Okay, another Paul Joseph Watson uh, article here. Darker and colder. He, he works out of London, by the way. Europeans warned of unprecedented power failures this winter. Hmm. The production of electricity cannot keep up with demand. Europeans are being warned of unprecedented power failures this winter as the energy crisis brings a foreseeable future that could be 
colder and darker. Yeah, kind of like California. Oh, do I have a good article here uh, uh, about California, which I won't have time to get into in depth, but we'll touch on it. Okay, so there is an increased risk of a lack of power this winter. Klaus Winther, deputy director at uh, Erringenet, the Danish uh, national transmission system operator for electricity and natural gas, told TV2. Klaus Winther, doesn't that sound like a bad guy out of one of those lousy um, uh, Santa Claus movies? Klaus Winter is coming, and he's bringing cold winters and deep snow with him. <laughs> Winter says that the crisis will herald a new energy, a new era of energy consumption predicated on rationing to prevent blackouts. This is because they're relying on, well, they because they listened to Greta Thunberg, and they were, were relying on Russia. Uh, for their natural gas uh, with the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Donald Trump said you don't want to rely on the Russians too much. (laughs) They may cut you off when you need it the most. And then the war in Ukraine got started. And the West put sanctions on Russia, so Russia put sanctions on the West. And the West is not going to have heat this winter. Oh, and by the way, Russia was able to turn around and sell sell their stuff to China, India, Japan, all bunch of uh, people. But it uh, looks like we've got some phone calls here. So let's see what's on people's mind. Go ahead, caller. What you thinking? Hey, James, what's up? Uh, i got uh, 11 minutes to go. Say hey, your man, piece. Remember this. Yes. Say this. Check this out, man. Yeah. The president who appointed a Supreme Court judge that can't define a woman yeah. is calling you extreme. I guess I am, then. <laughs> I was wearing my MAGA the hat political- today in, uh, <laughs> in dedication to the president. The political party that wants to give eight-year-olds sex changes is calling us extreme. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that epic? It is. It, it, everything's backward. It's bizarre world. It's like the devil telling me, dude, you're out of control. Yeah, because you, you get angry That's what uh, like. over a stolen election. You know? Well, of course I'm angry. <laughs> and angry anger is not a bad thing necessarily. I mean, as long as you don't get out of control with it. But there yeah, is a righteous anger. Times. Excuse me? you got to stay calm in these times. If you start losing your cool, we're men. We're supposed to stay calm. You can get emotional on things, but at the end of the day, you're supposed to stay... We're to try to stay calm. We need to stay calm because otherwise we're going to get drawn into a trap. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you'll be but these Bolsheviks, the ACI. You got to speak out, though, because these Bolsheviks, they're not going to stop these Bolsheviks. No, they won't. And that's what they want to do to this country. A Bolsh- they they kind of did a Bolshevik revolution by... Because there's no way that this country voted to put Kamala Harris one step away from commander-in-chief. I don't buy it. She only got, you don't was, it, it was it one or two percent of the vote in the Democratic nomination process? Not even Yeah, nobody liked her. She was the first one out. Yeah, and, <clears throat> you know, African Americans supposedly knew that, that she hated blacks. I mean, she's dark in complexion, but she jailed more, more blacks, kept more people in prison when they could have been paroled or whatever. Yeah, you know, um, because you just want to keep them there. Remember how in a Democrat primary, too, it was a whole group of them dropped out at the same time. Yes. And all of a sudden, it was just Bernie and Joe. And then all of a sudden, Bernie goes, you know what? I'm going to drop out, too. So by the time Biden gets the nomination, there were a bunch of states that hadn't hadn't even voted yet. Yeah. Remember when they rigged it for Hillary? They rigged it for Hillary last time, the nomination. But but telling you, man, this country's in... Some, and, some and big, big and troubles. We, and we watched that 
And we see the shenanigans going on in the Democratic Party and see how that's not on the up and up. And they even cheat themselves. And then, <laughs> you know, they scream and yell at us when we say, no, something's been wrong here. This, this stinks. Yeah, then a speech yesterday, it was, it, was, it was a wicked divisive speech, like you said. Yeah. Like I said, I got a president that can't identify what a woman is, is calling me extreme. But, you know, he, he did show that, that he's got lasting power. I mean, they, they did rest him for like six or to eight weeks, you know, and they must give him a lot of good drugs because he, he went through that whole speech and he was able to put some vim and vigor in there. You, know, you sure so it's not somebody in a Joe Biden mask? Well, that's possible. Are you sure? They got pretty amazing no. Hollywood technology now. No, I'm, I'm not Some sure. of the videos of him, I think, are deep fake videos. New York Times did a an article on deep fake videos that the ability to create audio that looks wicked human is upon us. Yeah. Or it could just be a human actor that, that looks a lot like him and, um, you know, just plays his part. I wouldn't put it past these Bolsheviks. Because he did look rather healthy and, and spry, you know? But um, uh, We're in funny times, man. Yeah, very funny, very funny. Speaking of funny, I, I'm, I've got this one story I want to lighten things up with going into the weekend. All right, James. Okay, thanks for that call, though. All right, man, later. Peace. Take care, peace. Okay, speaking of peace... Monkey's last surviving member, Mickey Dolan, sues the FBI for files on the band and its members. Now, if Joe Biden's speech last night didn't get you riled up, if um, if Donald Trump getting raided by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago didn't get you riled up, this should do it for you. Oh, and that's the reason why I played the Monkey's tune earlier. That's it. Dolan, 77, filed a lawsuit Tuesday through his lawyer, Mark Zed, requesting the Department of Justice disclose copies of the records of the FBI has on the group, including a 1967 Los Angeles field office memorandum on anti-Vietnam War activities and a second document redacted entirely. Hmm, sound familiar? The lawsuit obtained by USA Today and first reported by Rolling Stone says Dolan's already made efforts to get the documents by requesting them through the Freedom of Information Act, which provides the public with the right to request access to records from any federal, excuse me, any federal agency, but has not received a response. Okay, and the monkeys rose to fame in the 60s. Their television debut in 1966. God, I am dating myself here, but I remember that show so well. I was 11 years old. Nine. I was nine years old. <laughs> Anyhow, it turned the group into overnight rock stars scoring chop, chart-topping albums. And number one hits including Last Train to Clarksville, I'm a Believer, and Daydream Believer. Okay, let's see if it says here what it is. Oh, here we go. With the success of the show, the band embarked on a lengthy, lengthy concert tour where members sang many of their own songs and played their own instruments before crowds of adoring fans. Get this, Jimi Hendrix was sometimes their opening act. <laughs> that means the monkeys were the headliner and Jimi Hendrix <laughs> warmed up the crowd. Yeah, probably got them real warm. I'm probably going, mm, wow, what's this? <laughs> Here we come. That background. According to Dolan's, the lawsuit coming responsive record. Just got to have that going. Okay, okay. Let me turn that down a bit. The Monkees concert was using a device in the form of a, a screen set up behind the performers who played certain instruments and sang as a combo. During the concert, subliminal messages were depicted on the screen, which, in the opinion of somebody, 
name redacted, constituted left-wing innovations of a political nature. Okay, <laughs> I don't know how well that worked. These messages, these subliminal messages on uh, on a screen behind them, I assume would be like a movie screen. Um, these messages and pictures were flashes of riots in Berkeley, anti-U.S. messages on the war in Vietnam, racial riots in Selma, Alabama, and similar messages had received unfavorable response from the audience. So maybe someone ratted them out to the FBI. <laughs> so the FBI even spied on the monkeys. Who knew that that the monkeys were part of a communist takeover of the United States? That underneath that that friendly, lovable uh, veneer, you had agents of uh, of not Putin but of Brezhnev. Maybe they were working with Trump later on. And I've got to find that. Um, Nope, nope, it's way down there, I think. The closing, London Calling. There we go. I'll get better at this one of these days. Oh, still early. Got a minute to go. So, the monkeys. They weren't really monkeying around. They were monkeying with the Constitution. And they taught Donald Trump everything that he knows. He's following the monkey's script. Even the monkey pox. I bet you the monkeys brought the monkey pox with them and infected this country. Ah, Mickey Dolenz is still working for the commies. They still have some good music, though. Yeah, that's true. A couple of songs. Yeah, Daydream Believer, Last Train to Clarksville. Have a good weekend, and uh, wear, wear your MAGA hat. Be loud, be proud, wear your colors. This is a Dunn's Deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI Woonsocket.